coming up. But, but while he's sitting in jail, he finds out that this is a case that never should have been prosecuted. Turns out he's not the only one who was arrested by Deputy Zach Williamson there in Delta County, Texas, that shouldn't have been. For Vault Studios, I'm Reed Redmond. You're listening to The Daily Crime. If you've ever been pulled over by a police officer, you expect the person wearing the badge to be an actual cop. Yeah, now this next story does not involve an impersonator, but the police officer who charged dozens of people with breaking the law didn't have a license to work in Texas. For 66 days in the fall of 2019, a sheriff's deputy in Delta County, Texas, could not legally act as a cop, but he still made a number of arrests. And now, officials in the county have been served with a federal lawsuit. How many total days do you think you were incarcerated? For a total incarceration, my feeling is about six months. Six months? Yes. Over a case they they couldn't prosecute? Correct. You would think that the people who are tasked with enforcing the rules would at least follow the rules, and that would involve making sure the person has the authority to do that. So how this deputy got hired without first confirming that he is licensed to be a certified peace officer in the state of Texas is completely beyond me. Jason Whiteley is a senior news reporter with WFA in Dallas, Texas. Jason, thanks for coming on. Hey, good to see you. So Jason, this is a story that took you out to Delta County, Texas, a little ways northeast of Dallas. Yeah, I've lived in Dallas almost 15 years. I Honestly, I've never heard of Delta County. It's about 90 minutes east of Dallas, a tiny little county. The population of the entire county is 5,000 people. That's why I've never heard of it. 5,000 people is what you might have at a mall in any city across the country on a Saturday. It's the size of a lot of subdivisions. So it's a tiny little place in northeast Texas. And so this tiny county, Delta County, is where a man named Patrick Taylor was living in the fall of 2019 when he reported that he pulled into his driveway and was approached by a Delta County Sheriff's deputy. Walk us through what happened. Yeah, he says he was driving home and he pulled into his driveway. It's a you know tiny little place. It's kind of dirt roads around it. It's not paved at all. He says he gets out of his car and uh, there's this person running up towards him and he turns around to see it's a sheriff's deputy from Delta County And Patrick Taylor says the sheriff's deputy starts yelling and says, hey, why are you running from me? Why are you running from me? Patrick Taylor then responds that I'm not running from anybody. I don't know what you're talking about. This guy comes up and he's, um, why are you running from me? And I'm like, I'm not running from anybody. The allegation is uh, by Zach Williamson, who is the sheriff's deputy there, is that he was supposedly following Patrick Taylor and may have had his his uh, sirens and uh, red and blue lights on. Patrick Taylor says he never heard or saw any of that. There's not a lot of commotion out there, not a lot of things that would prevent someone from hearing a siren. So um, within minutes, uh, Patrick Taylor was wrestled to the ground by Deputy Zach Williamson. I was placed in cuffs and placed under arrest, and uh, I was taken down to the local jail. The charge officially was DUI. How does the case play out for Patrick Taylor from there? What do the next few months look like? Well, there was a blood draw that was done on Patrick Taylor um, as they tried to prosecute the case for DUI. Did, did you ask about any evidence they had? Did they, did they do a uh, blood alcohol content, a breathalyzer on you or anything like that? Yes. And did, did that come back? No, 
I've never seen any evidence or anything. And, you know, just let me pause for a moment. Here we are two, two and a half years later, and Patrick Taylor says, I've never seen a single uh, result from that blood draw about this allegation that, that I was um, drinking and driving. He ends up going to jail. He couldn't post bond immediately, and uh, he's sitting in jail like other folks in this small county waiting to have his case heard before court. And that's when Patrick Taylor learns that the deputy who arrested him shouldn't have been allowed to make that arrest. While he's sitting in jail, he finds out that this is a case that never should have been prosecuted. Turns out he's not the only one who was arrested by Deputy Zach Williamson there in Delta County, Texas, that shouldn't have been. And that's where things start to get a little dicey here. This whole thing really took a left turn when the state trooper, the Texas state trooper that's assigned to this county to help out in law enforcement uh, you know, needs, the state trooper found out that, hey, there is a sheriff's deputy that is currently on the job that shouldn't be on the job. The deputy didn't you know, do anything illegal. Come to find out the deputy applied for this job and was hired by Delta County and no one checked to see if Zach Williamson, this sheriff's deputy, was a licensed peace officer in the state. In Texas, you cannot work as a, as, as a cop or a sheriff's deputy or any type of law enforcement officer without, having, uh, without being a licensed peace officer in Texas. This guy, Zach Williamson, was on the job wearing a badge, driving a marked sheriff's deputy's car, and he didn't have that license that he needed to legally act as a cop, yet for weeks, he's out there running around and charging people and sending people to jail, just like Patrick Taylor. The timeline here, Zach Williamson was hired to be a Delta County Sheriff's deputy in September of 2019. Patrick Taylor was then arrested the next month in October, and then it's in November that Williamson gets his license back. That leaves us with the 66-day window where Zach Williamson is driving around with a gun and a badge, but no license. How many others were arrested by Zach Williamson during that window of time? From our understanding, it's more than 60 people who were arrested by Zach Williamson. It's almost one a day who were arrested by Zach Williamson for a number of charges, or at least cited by him, uh, when he wasn't a licensed peace officer. And this might not have come to light if it weren't for this state trooper who found out, another law enforcement official who discovered this, that state trooper went to the sheriff who actually hired Zach Williamson. Hey, sheriff, this is not right here. Zach Williamson is not a licensed peace officer. The sheriff took this information to the top county official who is the county judge. They're not a judicial judge. They're a, it's, it's called a county judge in the state of Texas, which is the, the top county official. And the State Trooper also notified the JP, the Justice of the Peace, who is essentially the, the you know, the, the court clerk, the prosecutor in this case, and said, hey, Shannon McCulloch, the JP in this case, we have 60 plus cases that can't be prosecuted. The Justice of the Peace in this situation, Shannon McCulloch said, you're exactly right. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to dismiss these cases if they try to move forward. So the Justice of the Peace in this situation dismissed a lot of the cases. But for some reason, the judge in Patrick Taylor's case did not dismiss his case and instead sentenced Patrick Taylor to jail. And he ended up going to a, uh, a recovery center also, all for a case that they had no evidence on, it appears, and all for a case that they knew they could not prosecute.
Jason, bring us up to present day here. What all has happened over the past couple of years with the case against Patrick Taylor? Patrick Taylor ended up getting an attorney from Dallas, larger city. They have more options for attorneys. And the attorney found all this evidence and ended up asking the uh, the county to not only dismiss the charges, but expunge his record as well. And they filed a federal lawsuit. This is not just on behalf of Patrick Taylor. His attorney filed a class action lawsuit, which means that any of the 60 plus people who were arrested or cited by Deputy Zach Williamson, they can all join this lawsuit if it proceeds that far. It's currently in court right now. One of the questions I had in this case to the attorney was, why in the world were some of these cases dismissed that Zach Williamson, the deputy, prosecuted, but Patrick Taylor's case wasn't dismissed? And they said that the only thing they could figure out maybe was that the county wanted the fines, the money that is paid towards the county, wanted to collect those fines because it's such a small county. We don't know if that's actually true or not. That's something that may or may not come out at trial. But that's certainly a central question in this, is that why the judge moved forward with prosecuting Patrick Taylor's case when 60-plus other defendants got their charges dismissed. You talked to a civil rights attorney named David Henderson about this entire situation. What was his reaction? David Henderson has handled a lot of these cases, and he was frankly shocked that this was even allowed. I mean, the simple truth, Jason, is that people didn't do their jobs, not the way they were supposed to. And I say that because a prosecutor, for example, has a job to make sure that justice is served. At the end of the day, you have a sheriff or a sheriff's department that evidently did not do its due diligence when hiring this deputy. Zach Williamson had been in law enforcement before. It's not like he just came out of the blue, but he had let his license lapse And that sparked a pretty interesting reaction from David Henderson, Patrick Taylor's attorney here. Have we heard a response from the sheriff's office or from Delta County to this new lawsuit? We've reached out to the county attorney in this case, the prosecutor. His name is Jay Garrett. The county judge, the top official in the county is Jason Murray. And the sheriff, now a former sheriff, is Ricky Smith. And the Attorney representing all three of them said, you know, thanks for reaching out, but essentially we're not going to try this case in the media. We're going to get our day in court if it even goes that far. But I, I wanted to, you know, look back and see what how they responded in court to telling a, a journalist is one thing, but what are they telling the judge? I, I looked at their court filing in response to this class action lawsuit that Patrick Taylor filed. And, and Delta County wrote that all of their alleged acts or omissions were made in good faith and were objectively reasonable. That's a quote. And it went on to say that nothing was done maliciously, intentionally, with callous or deliberate indifference, knowingly, negligently, or with any other degree of culpability. There's a lot of legalese in there, but the bottom line, what the county is is using as a defense here is, hey, if we made a mistake, we didn't realize we made that mistake. It was, it was, nothing was done intentional here. This was a law enforcement officer who had been a law enforcement officer in the past. He eventually got his, uh, you know, peace officer license back with his state, but he has that 66-day window in 2019, the fall of 2019, when he was acting as a cop when he should not have been. That's why this case will likely move forward. Where is Zach Williamson today? Is he still working in law enforcement? 
He has moved on to another county just north of Dallas, up along the Red River on the border with Oklahoma, and he works in law enforcement up there. To our knowledge, he is still a licensed peace officer in the state of Texas. What did Patrick Taylor tell you about how this entire saga has impacted his life, spending those six months in jail and still dealing with the aftermath now two and a half years later? This is the part of the interview when Patrick Taylor got a little emotional on us. What has all this done to your life? I'm still still trying to trying to figure it out, you know. Has it frayed relationships? Yeah. You lost your home? Mm-hmm. What else? Um just the, pretty much everything I had to start all over. He lost his house, he said, because if you're in jail, you're not in a position to be able to go to a job and make money and, and pay a mortgage or pay a lease. Uh, he lost a relationship with a significant other because he wasn't there. He was in jail and that relationship frayed as well. He eventually, he lost his job too for the same reasons. And he eventually had to leave Delta County uh, as soon as he got released and, and move on. So here he is uh, having to start over after pulling into his driveway one afternoon in October of 2019 and thinking he was going home when all this began with Deputy Zach Williamson. For more on this story, our listeners can head over to WFA.com. Before I let you go, Jason, I'll mention you also host a podcast for WFAA called Yolitics. So all of our listeners in Texas, be sure to check that out. Jason Whiteley, thanks for joining us to share this story. Thanks so much, Reed. And thank you for listening to this episode of The Daily Crime. We're right here with a new one every day of the week, Monday through Friday. So make sure you're subscribed to or following us wherever it is you're listening right now. If you're looking for more podcasts to listen to, you can head over to vaultstudios.com for a full list of our shows that includes our weekly podcast, True Crime Chronicles. That'll do it for this one. Until next time, for Vault Studios, I'm Reed Redmond.